Welcome to I Feel Better, a pop culture podcast hosted by four internet friends. I'm Ashley, and I'm here with Nicole, Ashley D, and Linda. Say hi, everyone. Hi! This is the final episode of I Feel Better, so we wanted to thank all of you so much for listening, whether you've been with us the last two years or this is your first episode. We've really enjoyed making the show, and we're definitely going to miss it. Any thoughts, guys? It feels surreal. We are going to miss it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll we'll move on from our sadness. Um, <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> Um, Today we're talking about I Feel Better podcast, and as always, we'll give our recommendations for the week and answer a few questions from the audience. So first we're discussing the I Feel Better podcast, a pop culture podcast hosted by four internet friends, Ashley, Ashley D, Linda, and Nicole. What did everyone think? And I guess I'll answer my own question. I thought it was great. It's my favorite podcast. podcast. (laughs) One star. (laughs) I do find myself incredibly annoying to listen to, but um, it's fun hearing from you guys. Um, They made me go first. And so I think I'll just share like the origin story of our podcast, which is just that we've been friends for a while. And I think I just texted and said that I wanted to start a podcast. And I already knew I wanted to start a pop culture podcast in particular. So uh, I don't know if anyone else got a say in that. (laughs) 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 Just determined that's what we were going to do. I thought that we needed like a structure in place and things to talk about. Otherwise, as you can probably already tell, I thought we would just like devolve into giggles and conversations that like don't make sense unless you were on a trip to uh, Vegas four years ago or something. So um, I thought a structure would do really well. And um, I love all kinds of pop culture, but I only really get to talk about books on the internet. And so I thought this would be a good way to do that. And then also to get to talk to my friends every week. Um, So this is like that episode, no, the first book in the Babysitter's Club, Christy's Great Idea. This is um, Ashley's Great Idea, which was not original in any way, but I still (laughs) think it was was a great idea, and I'm really glad that we did it. So do you want to start off with just talking about some of our favorite episodes? Sure. I was just thinking, (laughs) I was like, I wish we had gone back through our email thread to find out what we did not name the podcast, because that was one of my favorite discussions. (laughs) I I think, I don't remember other people coming up with names. I think I came up with a lot that were related to pop culture, and then um, also song titles, which is what I Feel Better is. It's a song by Frightened Rabbit, which the other girls, like, don't even know about, really, but (laughs) that's what it's from. Oh, I had a story made up in my head where I said I feel better. No, I'm sorry, you did not. <laughs> yeah, I really didn't like our our name at first, and then it grew on me because it made me feel better. But I remember thinking I didn't quite get it. <laughs> it it doesn't okay. make a lot of sense. And like, why is this a pop culture podcast that has such a feelings yeah. title? But then I end up like loving it, and I thought it was funny because. I used to do a weekly thing on my blog called Friday Feels, and then I had a doodle about feelings, and then now I'm with you guys podcasting at I Feel Better. There's so many feelings. <laughs> but we also... Feelings is definitely something we used to talk about all the time. Yeah. Yes. I think we were all but, Fs, too, on the Myers-Briggs, so that yeah. kind of makes sense. Mm. All the feels. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so I... I had to like go back through. I looked on iTunes at all of our episode titles because 
99 is a lot to like pick out your favorites. And I don't actually listen to our podcast. So, um, like, how are you reviewing it? I then? know. So <laughs> I was like, I don't know. So what did we talk about two years ago? I have no idea. Um, but I loved the Taylor Swift episode because it was my chance to like talk about one of my favorite people and music. And it was just really fun for me. Um, and then also the live episodes we did were a ton of fun. I don't remember what the topics were. I just remember having um, a really when good Harry time. met Sally we, was our first one, and then the second one was the Gilmore Girls. Oh, see, those are great too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> great. Yeah, <laughs> I like having that live feedback. It's kind of fun. Yeah, that was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, for the record, Ashley is right about the name. She did write a very detailed email with many name suggestions. <laughs> Frightened Rabbit is right there. But I did. I was the first one to say, I love I Feel Better. Love. And then Ashley said it was her favorite, what too. did I say? And it made me feel so validated. <laughs> did I cue my opinions to myself? Because I might have. No, eventually you just said, like, how about Feel Better? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I don't think that was an improvement, Linda. No. <laughs> Little I had. <laughs> How do we ever find emails before Gmail? I don't know. My whole life is in Gmail history. It's true. I think Nicole, I. Nicole, what's your favorite episode? Um, I was at first. I was going to say I really love being able to do when Harry met Sally, but then I also remember feeling an immense amount of pressure because it's something I love so much. Um, I keep thinking of my not favorite episodes, like the time I was like, let's do stuff mom never told you. And <laughs> I was so thinking about that one. What about that movie that we no one liked? Oh, yeah. That movie. Oh, movie. Get a Job? Yeah, yes. that one. But Nicole conveniently forgot that was her idea. <laughs> yeah, I did. I couldn't take it again after. <laughs> yeah, the stuff mom never told you. That was like the first time where it was like, uh, I think Nicole really likes something and the rest of us were like, meh. <laughs> Take Which it or leave it. Yeah, I think we all know is not a great feeling. Even though, <laughs> We've all I mean, that's, that. something that's, that's something that's so interesting to me. It's just like how personal pop culture is. Mm. And that like, I, I really do kind of like judge you guys when you don't like something that I like. And when I think <laughs> about it, I continue to judge you. But then I also just like forget about it immediately. So it's not like a a real big issue, but um, it's not like I'm like, I, I don't actually have the attitude that I pretend to, which is like, everyone likes their own things, and it's no big deal. I'm like, I don't understand a person False. who doesn't like this. Yes, yeah. It's more like when I really love something, like, love it, and then people are like, eh, and then it's like, oh, can you love me? <laughs> yeah, you don't understand <laughs> me. There's a, a couple things. I, I'm sorry, I can't think of examples where I really love something and Linda thinks it's boring and I'm like judging her Bo-jack. and then offended. <laughs> and then I'm like, am I boring? Yes. <laughs> I can only think of one. It's Bojack Horseman. Did I say the title right? I always want to say Bojack James. You did. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, that's like the the drag Fosse review. <laughs> we have a lot. Like On I think corner. my um, my taste aligns a lot with Ashley from California. I call you Ashley from California. 
guess we just that's why other people call me Kathy. That never caught on. <laughs> I'm not even from California. <laughs> I just live here. <laughs> I think some of my favorite episodes are the ones, like, kind of like what Ashley D said, um, where I make you guys try to like the things I love. It doesn't always work out. <laughs> But it's like an excuse to revisit what I love and also kind of like give you guys a litmus test to see if you pass. <laughs> I feel like you you were like batting pretty pretty well aside from Die Hard. Die Hard didn't go well, right? I love Die Hard. I know you love oh, Die yeah. Hard, but I'm saying with everybody else. Um, I think you guys didn't really love the course in lo- the the course of love. Of love, yeah. Oh yeah. I thought oh, I was I, the only did one who like didn't that. like it. I don't remember what I said in the episode. But that was something that I wound up going back and rereading some of the stories, actually. I, did I wind think up I was the one it. who didn't like that one. Oh. Yeah. So you have no soul. I, I don't really have an answer to the question about my favorite episode because, I, I mean, I like just a lot of them. But also, usually the thing that makes me like it the most is just that for whatever reason, like, our chemistry is really good that episode. And then mm-hmm. so I can't correspond that to, like, a title or subject we were talking about. Um, but some of my favorites definitely are revisiting pop culture that meant a lot to us. So most of the, like, pop culture homework stuff we do is stuff that we didn't watch that, you know, we're trying to catch up on. Um, but the stuff that we revisited, like the Babysitter's Club or even like Bridget Jones and stuff like that, that we all had our own relationships to before we knew each other, um, Mm -hmm. and maybe haven't talked about the way that we've talked about other stuff, um... It was really fun because it was just like started a conversation that we'd never had before, even though we've been friends for, you know, seven years or so. Yeah. Like Agreed. learning new things about your friends. And it's like the opposite of when you want people to love something that um, you love and they don't. It's like they, they do love something. Right. That you I already love. know you love this. Now let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Which is a yeah. great feeling. Yeah. I, big, like big sometimes nerds. once in a while with those episodes, we, because we all liked it, we didn't have that much to talk about, but it was just nice to like hear about our histories with it. I definitely, I know I've brought it up before, but I definitely felt that way about the Bridget Jones episode because I didn't know you guys cared about Bridget Jones. Mm. And I also didn't realize how much that movie meant to me, I guess, until we were talking about it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I really liked that one. I think before I liked really sad endings, Bridget Jones was what made me feel better consistently. Mm. It's a good one. Yeah. Um, some of my favorite questions that we've received and answered have been the ones about friendship. Same there. Um, I know, I think it's our Code Switch episode, we talk about, I think the question was about long distance friendship and like how to stay connected to people after they move away or who live states away. Um, And I've actually gone back and listened to that a number of times. I skipped the the Code Switch part because I don't want to hear myself talk and then (laughs) um, go right to that part. And um, that was really interesting because I kind of learned some stuff about us that I didn't know. I think it was Nicole who said that like, part of the reason we can stay in touch is that we're all very low maintenance and, like, you know, some text about something that doesn't matter that much is something that we all count as, like, a real connection, even if it's not, like, our hopes and dreams and a two-hour phone call and all of that, um, which was, like, some insight I didn't really have into internet friendship, which I think is important. Was that the same episode where we were talking, we were answering a question about, like, how do you know if friendship will survive over time like is it worth it with all of the life changes 
like having a baby that, and all that. That was more recently. No, yeah. that was something we talked about pretty recently. I like that too. I like I like hearing about uh, I like hearing your guys' thoughts on friendship, and then also just fills me with it makes me feel better to hear about yeah. <laughs> our friendship. Yeah, it's true. fun. It's like I'll, I know I'll go back and listen to that when I need to feel better. I like our group text. Like we that what you said is very much like our group text. Where we'd be like radio silent for three weeks or something, and all of a sudden I just tell you guys that I'm shy. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just A big lie. Linda, you're not shy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you just kind of pop up and say something, and we don't have to worry about uh, apology. You know, like there's some friendships that are high maintenance yeah. where you have to apologize for have, having disappeared, and there's none to, like, of that. You have like, sorry for the delay, yeah. or like, yeah. sorry, mm-hmm. I've been really busy yeah, lately. we it's never like, have to do that yeah. with each other. <laughs> Yeah, that's very true, and I hadn't thought about that since before we started talking about it. Yeah, um, I think I think the friendship moments are what I'm going to miss the most about our podcast, and what I enjoy the most. I agree. We are still friends, by the way. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nothing crazy <laughs> for the entire internet speculating about it. <laughs> Uh, one person who asked why we ended it, we just read into that, that they thought that we hated each other. Yeah, but they yeah. falling out. <laughs> and it, like a band, I'm, like, like one of really us did it the other. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm like, I feel like for having listened, maybe it's because I listen piecemeal so often when I'm editing, but I'm like really jealous of your memories of like, I feel like when you say things, I remember them, but as I'm trying to pull up memories of specific episodes, like there's tiny little pockets, but when I like review the list or listen to you guys, I'm like, why does my memory suck so much lately? I think I feel the same way. Like I have, I have moments and I don't know what episode it was. Like I really love when Nicole cackles. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and when she gets titles wrong because it makes Wait, me feel save better. that for a question coming oh. up later <laughs> <laughs> spoiler um. alert but like yeah like I like I wonder if it's like a visual thing because I feel like I remember so many of our texts and maybe I just don't remember like as much stuff well there's something really different about making a podcast than being a listener of a podcast mm-hmm. because I, I know I had heard podcasters say that before, but, like, after we record an episode, I don't remember anything that I said. It's like I was in a blackout the whole time. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't remember anything. The only way that I remember stuff is that I listen to it later before we post them. Um, otherwise, I wouldn't remember anything. It's funny because, like, I can remember details of podcasts I've been listening to for years because I'm a listener. And then, like, you know, you'll hear, hear the host or something, like, repeat the same story and stuff like that. Mm. And it's like, I now realize, oh, they have no memory of whatever <laughs> they said. And especially, you know, when you're on episode 100 of a podcast, like, we always are worried about repeating ourselves because we cannot remember what we said. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. That's why um, we I think ourselves. I would remember it better if I just listened to our podcast than I do being somebody who um, is talking. Like, I don't, I always wondered, I, I'm sometimes I'm like that when I have to speak in public. I just like don't remember anything that happened. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes I'm I wonder totally if it's the same thing. Like, I'm a decent too. public speaker, but I black out while, while it's happening. <laughs> Me too. Like, I'm like, did that go well? I just like look at everyone's face. Like, <laughs> I don't know what happened. I know I spoke very quickly, but otherwise I don't have any memory or any perception of what was going on. No. 
Is there, I know we've talked about this question a couple times, but are there pieces of pop culture you really are really happy you checked out because we did the podcast? I would say it definitely helped me to be um, somebody who more consistently watches and um, listens to new things. Mm. Um, otherwise, I do have a tendency, even though I feel like I do consume a lot of pop culture, I definitely have the tendency to just go back and like re-watch and listen to stuff I already know that I like. Yeah. I think I discovered my love of true crime. <laughs> like, I always, like, kind of know that I liked it, but because of this podcast and all the things we talked about. Um, yeah. I was like, now I can actually say that I am a fan, and that is a genre that I prefer. So, hmm. I'm glad hmm. for that. That's very good. Also, and I feel like I remember yeah. to, like, seek out things, too. Like, kind of like what you were saying, Ashley. Like, I when I listen to an interesting like podcast episode, I can be like, Oh, I'm going to look up more podcast episodes about X. Like it reminded me that there is more, I could just find of my own instead of always ironically, like just taking recommendations, you know, that's what we're doing. But I, I feel like I was more proactive about doing that and just more open to giving things a chance. Although I think I'm done giving action a chance. Sorry. I don't feel like you gave it much of a chance. I tried! (laughs) Um, I think sometimes, so kind of in line with what I was saying earlier, like sometimes um, I'll just rewatch and listen to stuff instead of going into the new stuff. And so sometimes when we were more topical and like we're covering S-Town or something or like the most popular podcast right now, sometimes when things are like really hyped and stuff, I just don't feel, and especially when I know that they're serious, (laughs) I don't Mm. want to... I keep putting off listening to them or th- or things like that. And so because I had to, I did. And I, of course, always ended up enjoying those things. Mm-hmm. I'll say I'm, any other. Yeah, I have oh, a few others. Uh, I, you guys got me to watch Silence of the Lambs and It, which never would have <laughs> happened. So that's thanks to the podcast. And neither of them were terrible. So that's good. Um, well, it was terrible, but not yeah, terrifying. Yeah, it wasn't what I was expecting, which is good. Um, also, I think probably maybe all of the books, if not all, like 95% of the books that we read, I never would have read. And I think I enjoyed mm. most of them. There's maybe a couple that I didn't like, but for the majority, they were really good. And uh, I'm grateful that I had to read them. <laughs> It felt like homework at the time, but it was good. So. I'm so glad we watched Joy Luck Club. Yes, That's when I was that really was on my list about. too. Yeah, Joy Luck Club. Persepolis was really good. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, there were so many. Girls. Um, not this is how you lose her. Um, what's the Murakami book we read? Yes, Norwegian Wood. Yes, I was so because like that was something that was like on my back burner for so long. That's something I still think about. Like it yeah, just pops into all my the head. Time. I kind of forgot that we did that one. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of blacking out, um, any other favorite podcast moments? I mean, I I love all the times we made fun of each other for various reasons, uh, which I Linda's think is yes. name. <laughs> yes. Speaking oh of making God. fun of each other, it's my favorite, hands down. How timely when it was recently announced that AIM is shutting down. Just like our podcast. I almost posted (laughs) that on Facebook and tagged you, Linda, just so you would share your name with the world. (laughs) 
Uh, I'm going to start an Instagram called Teehee Girl. <laughs> Do it. Oh, my God. Oh, a million dollars. I'll have one follower. Actually. <laughs> no, you'll have three. <laughs> I have yeah, two accounts. I was twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can just see it now. You'll have like a million boomerangs and be like laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> All right. Well, that's our review of our podcast. So critical. We really <laughs> dove deep. Does anyone have everything. a least favorite episode? I didn't like get a job. And not the topic, the episode. Oh no. I feel like there were some episodes where we were dragging our feet. We we're all kind of cranky and tired. But then when I listened to those episodes, because those are always the episodes I wanted to hear to see if I can like hear the crankiness, um, we actually sounded like we still liked each other. <laughs> I know. That was yeah. always so weird to me. There were definitely episodes where I felt like we were just off for whatever reason. And then, and also at least one where I think we were truly grumpy and like didn't want to be there. Right. Like we have real lives. To it, we're not always it, happy. <laughs> Yeah. And yeah, you couldn't really tell. I think, and, and there are some episodes I think we re- we did release that um, I, I didn't have that perception when we were recording it, but we listened later and there's just like kind of weird, awkward pauses and stuff like that. I mean, like a lot of that is just the result of um, internet connection and stuff, but uh, I think... There, I'm trying. I can't think of any examples, but there's definitely ones that um, Nicole's ha- has edited and then told me to listen to, and I listen and I'm like, huh, <laughs> we're not so we're great. Just not there today, are we? There's only I, so much I can do. <laughs> yeah, I know. There was one I swear where I was like, huh, did you like edit in silences or something? <laughs> <laughs> it's never, it's now. never, yeah, it's actually kind of surprising how little, like, my perception of how it went matched up with <laughs> what it, it was like listening to it weeks later, but mm-hmm. um, I guess that tells you, I don't know, that stuff is weird. Okay, well, we are going to move on to the next part of our podcast, where we talk about what's making us feel better this week. Nicole? Um, so we're, we haven't recorded for a bit, so we're doing like a little bit of a catch-up, but I feel like what I'm saying is still like pretty new. Um, I, well, first of all, I'm just going to get it out of the way and say, I don't think I said this before, but the new season of American Horror Story, so many people are pissed about it. And are like, oh, I'm done with politics. And one, you can't be done with politics. The world wants us to be done with politics. Yeah. But um, it is very, like, there is a bit of a Trump-Hillary thing going on. It's turning some people off and they're not giving it enough chance. And it's really, really good. AHS cult is great. And it's going back to, like, some of, like, the creepier moments. So if you've passed on it because you heard about that, I beg you, give it another chance. It's it's really good. Um, I've also started watching Big Mouth. Yeah, me too. I watched it. What is that? And I was waiting for you to be like, yeah. it's so it's a cartoon, um, and it's got John Mulaney and Nick Kroll doing the voices of the two main characters, which are like young teenagers, like fourteen year olds having hormones basically and they have these hormone monsters that follow them around and I didn't want to watch it it's on Netflix yeah, it's, yeah, on and Netflix. it's a Netflix original and um, 
at first I was like, I don't know how I feel about that animation. Their mouths are bigger than their faces. I don't know if I could do it. But then I saw it was John Mulaney and Nick Roll, and I was like, all right, I'll go there. And just because I like them so much, and Rafi from the league, I can never remember his name. Jason Mandukis. Thank you. I feel stupid every time you remind me of what his name is. <laughs> um, he's up in there, too. And I don't know. It's very, very funny. And um, Yeah, it's all about puberty. Um, yeah. But it's weird because it's, like, very dirty, um, mm-hmm. but also very sweet at the same time. Yeah, it's got heart. Yeah. It's um, confusing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like a teenage boy. Just like a teenage boy, two of them. And it's, but I'm never like deeply offended by it, which I appreciate. I'm not either. I I was like looking at Tumblr, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago and when it came out, which is going to be a while before this episode is released. And um, I was like looking for gifts and stuff. And it was a bunch of people who were offended by the show and that it exists and that it's talking about, um, Basically about puberty and all the <laughs> gross stuff that happens to people. Um, if we don't like, talk about bodies, they'll stop existing. It was, I, the the opinion is that it's like, yeah, like like um, not right to have like teenager uh, animated characters uh, voiced by adults um, talking <laughs> about like sex and stuff. And it's like, what? I feel like if this was something else, it'd be championed. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, totally. People are the worst. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think you mean people who disagree with us are the worst. Yes, yes, specifically. People people who don't giggle at the same things we do. Um, And uh, speaking of giggling, I watched a truly enjoyable stand-up special, and it is uh, Jerry Seinfeld's new special, Jerry Before Seinfeld. And it's, like, walking you through the very beginning of his career. And Fred, and he is telling the story about his career on the same stage that he started from. Fuck, is that a spoiler? No. I don't think it's so. It's pretty obvious. He makes it, he, bring, he brings it full circle at the end, and it makes you feel warm and fuzzy. But he's just someone, and I've been watching a lot more Seinfeld lately, since it's available streaming still. And, like, I, I just really appreciate him as an artist watching it um and even if you're not a huge Seinfeld fan I think it stands well on its own you said you watched Ashley would you agree yeah I appreciated it more as like uh like the documentary pieces than I Mm -hmm. did like the his actual stand-up not that I think it's bad it just like didn't stand out to me as like great stand-up or anything like that yeah but um just kind of hearing more of his history which I already knew quite a bit about but that that was interesting I really enjoy that. And I've been taking, my other things, I've been taking the final season of the Mindy Project, which Hulu releases weekly, like an episode weekly, um, very, very slowly because I just love Mindy Kaling. And I know that this is going to be like, I know that they're going to finish the show strong and so far so good. But I'm going to, that is a show I'm sincerely going to miss, but I'm so excited to see what she does next. I have been considering watching that show. Which I, I haven't. You, I think watched. you would like it. I mean, it's definitely kind of absurd, you know, for me. 
I, I like I watched the first few episodes when it first came out and mm-hmm. I didn't love them. So I just kind of stopped there. But I have to imagine it kind of evolved and new things happened. And It does. Like, I think it hits its stride really like towards the end of season, mid season two, even. Okay, yeah. I'll probably go back at some point. I just, um, Hulu, at least as of the time we're recording this, just reduced their monthly fee um, temporarily. Yeah, so it's like $5.99 a month right now um, for a short period of time. I think they're doing it in response to, well, maybe in response to Netflix raising their prices by a dollar, but also as like, you know, because they just want an Emmy and everything. um, Right. And they want to get a lot of people in, so... Yeah. What did they win the Emmy for? Hands Made Tale. Um, okay. Yeah, Hands Made Tale. Oh, right. I mean, I'm sure... Forgetting that that's Hulu. Yeah, I'm sure they won other Emmys, but the like, it was a big deal that it was a drama. Yeah. That was the first time a streaming service had ever won. That's so cool. Really? Yeah, and you know how mad Netflix must be about that. <laughs> so pissed. <laughs> Okay, um, well, I watched the new season of BoJack Horseman, which was amazing. This is season four. It's a comedy, but it's also really depressing. And other seasons of the show, especially the last one, left me feeling like like I really enjoyed it, but I was just like down. And this one had a very different feel to me. Like there's depressing stuff, but overall I felt like more... Um, uh, like positive about it, not not like my feeling about how well how good the show is, but just like <laughs> the content left me feeling a little more optimistic about life. Um, and there's a new character that's voiced by Aparna Nancharla, who you might know from Twitter and stuff. I think Linda, we've talked about her a couple times, um, and like just her voice and her character, I think just brought like totally new life to the show, and I just really liked it. Um, I have, I've done this with other seasons of BoJack Horseman, but I, like, watched the whole season and then just immediately started over and watched the whole season again because I just really liked it. So, um, and I think I've probably gone through it again just by, I think I started the whole show over from the beginning. What's your favorite season? So, anyway. Is it the fourth? What, favorite season? Yeah. Because I tried um, the first season. I'm hoping maybe it gets a little bit better towards the middle. Uh, if you don't it like same? it, then okay. I don't think you're going to like it. I watched not four for you. episodes. Okay. Uh, no, I don't think so. It, it doesn't change because I liked it from the beginning and I think the first season is really good. Um, and the second and third season are all, especially the third season is very depressing. Mm-hmm. Um, but the show is really good at that too. Like, I think people like it because of the way it explores depression and everything um, and addiction. But I I also liked this season because it was more kind of optimistic and, and good. If you like watching shows where the main character just repeatedly... Uh, self-destructs. It's definitely for you. (laughs) Um, And then also the thing I've been waiting for forever, uh, the Vietnam War, the documentary by Ken Burns is finally released. And it's funny because I I've known about this and I think I was talking about it on our podcast for like a year. And then it came out and I was like suddenly realizing I'm not mentally prepared to watch a, a <laughs> 10 hour, like, no, not, probably more than 10 hour, 10 part documentary on the Vietnam War. Like, Jeez. I can't do that right now. Um, and so I've been going kind of piece by piece. Something about it um, just feels so much, uh, like, more present to me than, you know, like, I have, I love Ken Burns and I'll just, like, sit down and throw on the one about World War II or, 
or the Civil War and something. And I don't feel the feelings as much as I do with this one. Um, and so it, it's been a lot harder to watch. But, like, even in the first episode, I learned, like, a hundred new things I didn't know anything about. And I realized I need to also rewatch it just to, like, pick up the other hundred things I missed. But um, it's been really fascinating, and it's it's really well done, of course. And I love Ken Burns, so I definitely recommend it. And at least right now, it's available for free streaming on the PBS website. And usually his are like that for uh, a while, if not forever, so... You can always check it out there. Eventually, it'll end up on Amazon or on um, Netflix because that, that's what happens to them all. But um, yeah, I recommend it. And if you're not ready for that, then like go back and watch The Roosevelt or something. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, I want to uh, watch that one. It's really good. I heard yeah. one person on Twitter describe it as like, it's about how uh, three people deal with depression differently. And I was like, that's a perfect description. Wow. Um, yeah, it's, it's fascinating. But anyway... Those are two depressing things making me feel better this week. <laughs> Linda? Um, I watched a movie that I love so much. It's it's absurd. It's a comedy. It's called Butter. Um, it's on Netflix, and I kind of want someone, if you watch it because you listen to this episode, to like message me so I can tell you my favorite line. The line made me laugh so hard I had to like go back and listen to it again, and then just I'm still giggling to myself when I'm thinking about it. But it's about um, a butter sculpting competition. <laughs> it's ridiculous, and you get you get to see Jennifer Gardner uh, play a very uptight person, which is funny to me. Um, but yeah, it's ridiculous. It's uh, a little offensive and with a little heart, and just love it. Um, and then I watched Lion, and that blew me away, too. Sorry it took so long to watch it. I can't believe it's a true story, and I can't believe – anyway, I just can't believe it's a true story. Um, and then, have you guys seen Humans of New York, the video series? No, no. not yet. Uh, I it's have so good. seen it, but I haven't watched it because I don't – well, that's a lie. Go ahead. He has, it's broken down to a few topics, and you can only watch it on Facebook, it seems like. Uh, and the episode mm. on love is adorable. Um, so I liked it a lot. And sorry, I, it's been a while since we recorded, so I have a few things. <laughs> the Dirty John podcast is so good. It's, um, I think it's LA Times that, that yeah. produces it. And it's about, um, it's a true story, and it's about, a con man. So you get to see his story unravel and it's really, there's only, I think five episodes and I, I kind of like zoomed through them. And then finally I watch, I guess I have two more things. The movie it, I watched the new one. I, um, yeah, you're our special it correspondent. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, what's funny. I, so I read the book and I didn't realize I read the book this year. This year is going by so fast. I thought I read it a few years ago. But no, um, I read it in January. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> I read it in January, and I didn't know that the movie was coming out. And then we watched the original movie, and like a neat little tidbit was they waited 27 years to, to remake it, and that's how long um, it the clown disappears in the book. So it's kind no of a neat way. Isn't that kind of neat? <laughs> I think it's amazing. Yeah. And have you seen the marketing for it? Like they've went around and tied red balloons um, in the drainage pipes, like the drainage. It's just it Linda. Was it you I was talking to about this? <laughs> no. <laughs> but I Somebody love that told that's their me marketing. 
They went to see the movie and they came home and their roommate or boyfriend put red balloons in their bedroom. <laughs> oh, no, it was a video I saw somewhere and I you. think I... Yeah, yeah. That's so like, Oh, way. yeah, and I think I apologized to you at the time because I was like, I'm sorry, I know this is terrifying, I can't It's stop. so well done. So you know how we thought it, the original was pretty terrible? This was really well done. Um I loved it. I'm scared to see it because I've been haunted all these years by the miniseries because I remembered it when I watched it as a kid as being so terrifying. And then so watching it, I was like, huh, I'm maybe I'm not that terrified of A, clowns, and B, shower drains. And then <laughs> I don't need to revisit and find out. No, actually, you, you are, are terrifying. Yeah, I mean, it was terrifying. <laughs> it was, I, um, so Mitch told me that there was a part where I like yelled out a curse word and I didn't even hear myself. Like I couldn't hear myself and I didn't know what I yelled out. And apparently I yelled out <laughs> the word shit and he was like dying next to me. He was like, and I, I was so scared. I couldn't even, I wasn't in my body. <laughs> I just, like didn't know what was happening. That's one of those movies I need to go see at like 11 a.m. <laughs> you need friends. You can't <laughs> go by yourself. people. <laughs> That's definitely not a movie I want to go by myself. And I go to movies by myself, but that's not that's not one of them. Um, so, yes, I definitely recommend it. It's so fun, um, especially if you have already, like, kind of gone through the it journey of reading the book and watching the original. Um, and then there's this really cute book that a new friend in North Carolina um, recommended to me and actually lent it to me. It's called Everyone's an Alien When You're an Alien Too, but the words are misspelled. <laughs> So alien is spelled A L I E B N, <laughs> and he misspells the word human too. So it's really the, it's written in the perspective of an alien who visits visits Earth and observes humans. <laughs> and I feel like I could have written this book. What was that? I feel like I could have written this book. <laughs> it's so cute. It's written <laughs> as a doodle book. So it's like everything's written in a sharpie, and um, it's. It, it's very comforting. It's a little sad. There's a nod to the giving tree, which I also read this year. I had no idea the giving tree was so depressing. Did you guys know that? It's like, what? Yeah, yes. it's super depressing. <laughs> I totally forgot that as a kid. I and think I, I blocked that out. Um, you just like depressing stuff. <laughs> um, and that's, that's it for me. It's the, that's enough, though. <laughs> that's enough. Ashley? Finally done, Linda. <laughs> Um, I have a few things to talk about, too. A couple have already been mentioned on the podcast, but I have to talk about them because they are that good. I can't end the podcast without mentioning them. So, one, Nicole, I listened to Terrible Thanks for Asking. Right? Yay! Um, It's so good, It is so good. I was having a Terrible Thanks for Asking weekend. And I was like, <laughs> I just need some depressing things in my life. But it's you depressing, text but me. also <laughs> <All> the recommendations. <laughs> uplifting, like, in a way. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, you're not alone. It's like hopeful a yeah. little. Like, yeah. we all have terrible lives. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I really recommend that. I actually, I was on Facebook and saw a video about this lady talking about depression, kind of, and how you don't have to say you're fine. Like, just be honest. And it was her. Whatever her name is, Erin. Oh, um, maybe. Crap. I don't know. But I was like, who is this person? And I looked her up, and it's the host of the podcast. So I listened to a couple episodes, and it's really good. Um, I feel like that and the other thing I 
have binged on, which is This Is Us, are like <clears throat> the perfect INFJ pop, pop, pop cultures. Like, it's so many feelings. So many and feelings. And also like very hopeful. And let's talk about our hopes and dreams. So. I can't wait for you to catch up. Oh, I'm caught up. To live. Oh, you're like. Oh, for This Is Us? I'm yeah. caught up. I binged it all in two days, two and a half days. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So you've seen the first episode of the new season. Yeah. And I cried for like two and a half days straight, but it was it was so right. magical. And I wish I lived in their world. I mean, I do, but I wish I was in their family. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the best thing on TV right now. If you haven't watched it, I recommend it. I think I was avoiding it because I knew it was kind of be like kind of heavy and emotional. Mm -hmm. And I realized, I learned it for me, like I watched Parenthood when I was in like kind of a, not a bad place, but like feeling vulnerable about my life. And so it helped me to like binge on that and get really deep into something that heavy. Mm -hmm. And that's how it was for This Is Us too. So it's a good distraction if you're Maybe I'll start it. You're like selling it to me. I watched the first season and then I felt like a robot because everyone, I was watching it when everyone else was watching it and everyone was talking about how much they're crying and I wasn't crying at all. And I'm like, Linda, you're a robot. And then I stopped. Robot. But maybe I'll try again. Yeah, <laughs> maybe try again. Cause, well, I don't know. I'm also just in like a weird spot in life, but yeah, I'm too. too. So. Um, <laughs> me too. Me too. <laughs> so those are two things. The other things I watched, one is a movie. It's on Netflix. It's a few years old. Coco before Chanel. And I've been wanting to watch that. Yeah, I know nothing about Chanel or Coco, but it was really interesting. Um, She was an orphan and grew up in an orphanage and had all these relationships with men. It was really fascinating. Um, Also, just her creativity and, like, how she decided to wear, like, pantsuits when everyone else was wearing, like, poofy dresses in the 20s, corsets and whatever. So that was um, – it was interesting. It made me want to learn more about her. So I recommend that. And then Fuller House Season 3 came out a few Ooh. weeks ago. I, well, it's only the first half of Season 3. I watched it all in one day. <laughs> it ends on a cliffhanger. Be prepared. Because <gasps> everyone's so mad. <laughs> You're like, You're wait. I can't believe it's already Season 3. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they've been cranking them out. It's so yeah. good, you guys. I'm gonna have to watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna go back and forth between This Is Us and Fuller House, like over and over. <sighs> all right. That. So, moving on to the next part of our podcast, where we answer a question from the audience. This time, we'll be answering a few questions. So, first up, uh, Kyle asks. What movies, TV shows, or books have you viewed or read repeated times with the intention of liking or understanding the, the appeal of them? Nicole? At first, I didn't know that I had an answer for this, and then I was like, duh, Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> really that's glad. the, like, recorded, you know, that's like a big podcast moment yeah. for me. It's just my slow victory. <laughs> that <laughs> was. And you didn't <laughs> even, like, you, like, I like how you didn't even, like, work that hard for that, too. You were I just kind of like, just going to wait. Just going to wait on this one. <laughs> well, Linda can tell you my game is pretty subtle. 
<laughs> yeah, it's true. That was that was a big win for you. <laughs> and I am seeing it one week from today. Finally, oh, cool. where oh, at Chicago? Yeah, I'm so excited. And the, a lot of people from the Chicago cast have been doing like Instagram stories for the Hamilton account lately. So I'm like, Aww. can't Yay. wait to go see them. I so I'm just so glad that after just listening to a couple songs and I was like, hmm? and listening into it in the wrong order on Spotify, and I was like, I just I don't get it. Like I'm so glad that I just drove around one day for three hours and listened to the whole thing in the correct order. <laughs> I mean, we talked about it pretty not pretty early on, really in the run, but early um, for us uh, because somebody asked us what we thought about it. Yeah, <laughs> none, none of us liked it or, or cared. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like a few weeks or months later, I started listening to it and really loved it. And then, you know, months later, <laughs> Cole comes over. I'm like, hey! And I can't tell you how many times I've watched Hamilton's America now. Like that's new, like competency porn slash comfort for me oh that's something we meant to revisit oh yeah i guess we're not done (laughs) (laughs) i still haven't read lonesome dove (laughs) other people chime in oh well i was gonna say nicole i feel like that's a, a different kind of answer than i was expecting because you actually ended up liking it and mine i keep trying and i don't um, the Star Wars movies. I've seen them all several times. They're fine, but I feel like they're supposed to be really great and people love them. Like, my sister even is totally obsessed with them. And I'm like, uh, maybe it's the, <laughs> the sci fi thing. I don't know. Um, and the Harry Potter books. I love the movies. Yeah. I've tried to read the books a few times and I just can't. And I feel terrible for saying that. I feel terrible for you. <laughs> I want to try eventually to read the third book because I read the first two and people have told me the third is one that gets really good. Um, it's just it so is, many yeah. books to read and I just haven't prioritized it. But I haven't given up on Harry Potter. I just put on like a, a one or two year pause. <laughs> um, for my, mine, I ended up liking mine too. And it was... Uh, actually the top two shows I love um, The Wire and Game of Thrones when I first tried watching both I couldn't get into it because they were both very overwhelming Um, there's a lot of names and people to keep track of so my advice to you if if you can watch it with someone who's already seen it and loves it um, because they are really good coaches because they can like remind you who's who (laughs) take notes you don't have to but I'm just saying if you have that chance because there are shows where I would be happy to be someone's, you know, guide. I'd watch it again. It's like a show that you don't mind watching again with, like, a newbie because you kind of want them to love it, too. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, they're Speedy. both really daunting, The Wire and Game of Thrones, if you're new. Yeah, I agree with that. For me, it's probably Hemingway's novels. Um, I do get flack uh, from a certain corner of YouTube, basically white guys, for not liking <laughs> Hemingway that much. And I have read a lot of Hemingway. So nobody can like say like I haven't given him a chance. Um, but I don't like his novels that much. At the same time, it's not like I think they're awful. But I guess I I really did hate A Farewell to, Ar- of Farewell to Arms. Yeah. I hate, Am I saying I hate that it right? Too. I almost yeah. did say it right. Um, 
the only thing I liked about Silver Linings Playbook was when he throws that book out the window. Because <laughs> I felt the same way. I hated it. I think, uh, I think why I don't... A major reason is um, m- most of his female characters are awful. They're weak. Um, They're so weak. Especially that one. Yeah. Um, I, I, I like the sun also rises a little bit more. But then, at the same time, I love A Movable Feast, his memoir. It's one of my favorite books. And um, so that's always been a weird, <laughs> a weird thing where um, it, I always try to like convince myself maybe I like his novels more than I remember, <laughs> and then I read one and I'm like, no, I don't that's think right. I do. I like pieces of them, and um, sometimes he has these very dry jokes in them that I think are hilarious. I, I think they're so hilarious because they just come out of nowhere, and you're like, <laughs> is anyone else seeing this here? <laughs> um, but. I, I, yeah, I just don't, I just don't love his, um, writing, and I just made a video recently when I, where I was talking about him, and it's, like, his influence on literature is undeniable, but, um, at the the same time, when I read his novels, I don't. I agree. I don't love him, even though I've read a lot of them now. Um, I've even read some of the more obscure ones. I don't get as much hate on YouTube for those, because... I guess those guys haven't actually read those ones, so. <laughs> I like his writing style, but I don't like his, write, like, I don't like the content. I don't, I don't like his style that much. Like, I, I would think I would like something so simple, but sometimes it's so lacking in description. Like, you don't know what's going on. <laughs> so that's a problem I had with The Farewell to Arms as well, but mostly I hated it because of the relationship and it. it just made me insane. But, um, Yeah. That Hemingway, I guess, is my is my answer. All right, so moving on to our next question. Um, Anonymous, who is a real person, I just don't know their name, <laughs> asked, <laughs> if there was an I feel better drinking game, what are each of your recurring habits slash quirks that would be reason for someone to have to take a drink? And we're not talking about um, uh, things we reference a lot, but specifically about our behaviors and expressions. I don't know. Linda? Uh, oh, yeah. I'm pink. <laughs> <laughs> Linda was supposed to speak first and said she's just staring into nothing. <laughs> I I think the one thing that I did a lot was because I had a terrible internet connection until moving here was uh, not be heard. <laughs> so I'd, I'd be talking and you guys are talking over me. And so I think that was like the only thing I can think of that happened often for me on my end. I felt like I felt like you guys didn't like me. <laughs> <laughs> Drink every time you think they don't like Linda. You also got titles uh, wrong a lot. Oh yeah. Authors. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know what I was truly thinking about the other day, not even related to this question, was that you guys don't recognize people's faces as well as I think you should. <laughs> like, you're always surprised that an actor is the same person as someone else, or, like, you get actors wrong. And it's weird to me, not because I have, like, I don't have a very deep knowledge of who's who, but I just recognize people's faces <laughs> very quickly, and it's, like, concerning to me that you guys don't. Um, I think so you told me specifically us, that like, concerned about think, me. Like, <laughs> realizing that somebody is the same person in two different things. Um... It's definitely a drinking game. Like, you guys didn't recognize Rory in The Handmaid's Tale. I did. I think her you're voice talking about <laughs> She hangs her head in shame. No, it's been, it's been you a lot. Really? 
I don't know oh, if you yeah. said it was me the most. <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I know, but you don't know that the same person uh, is in two different. Or you're like, share how surprised you were when you realized that. Well, I knew the same person. Lori Gilmore as the wrinkly lady in Hands Made <laughs> She like aged. They aged her in that show. What? I didn't think so. I thought they like made her. I more think her wrinkly. freckles just weren't hidden. I don't I feel think like that's so. what she really I looks like. I thought she life. looked a lot older than she does in Gilmore Girls. Well, maybe because she, she was older than she no, was. But like, she recently <laughs> did Gilmore Girls the reboot, well, and she did different. <laughs> it's true. And the wardrobe. <laughs> well, it is um, her general horrifying demeanor. <laughs> Yeah, the weight of being in a dystopian future has to really have an impact on you. Um, well, for me, it, it's yeah. definitely saying things let, that things are too on the nose. Um, Nicole called me out pretty recently for, I, I'm not sure if it was exact words, but like for like uh, saying too often that we were like going too far down a path that was too weird or like mm. too in the weeds, I think. Yeah. Um, sometimes I feel like we skip over any general observations and go straight to like what one person was wearing in yeah. one scene, and I'm like, well, <laughs> we can get there, but maybe we should start with like, what's this about? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I I am actually not positive that this is one on the podcast for me, but I know that I've been called out on it in life, so it must be is by saying something is aggressive i think i actually said it earlier in this episode yes like <laughs> that was aggressive or that was like that could probably someone could probably get you aggressively pretty drunk the off word of aggressive. that i aggressively use the word aggressive, i yes. didn't think of that but as soon as you said it i was like yeah. yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like an internal reaction <laughs> yeah like uh, most of my like own personal drinking game would take place while editing and be like that's the sound of Linda's keyboard. Or like, <laughs> <laughs> well, remember the time I had that noise on your track from like ever, and it, I only realized like months and months after it was because you were sitting on the floor and like moving your butt <laughs> on the rug. <laughs> and you're like Linda, try sitting in a chair. <laughs> And there's one where you sit in a chair and it's creaky, and I'm like, ah, no! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I love you. It's not just, it is not, it is not just you, because even myself, like, I'm like, why? Why am I tapping my nails on my desk? I hate myself. I'm like, that's it. I'm sitting on my hands when I podcast from now on. That's true. Like, dude, having it's different a podcast, every episode. start picking up on people's verbal uh, tics. I'm sure, Nicole, mm-hmm. you know all our verbal tics, but now I can't. Like, I watch for them when I meet other people. Like, I started this job, and someone does this a lot. And I'm like, oh. No. Oh, no. I mean, as we referenced earlier, I think Nicole's cackle um, is a good drinking game. And then also, just us generally getting stuff wrong, especially titles. Um, I feel like we're going to have people on alcohol poisoning. <laughs> yeah. Especially me. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure we could say the word, um, like, we all And like, for sure. Like. I That was a little bit alarming to me when I first listened to our podcast, because I don't say like a lot in the videos that I make, because most of them are scripted, and also I can edit myself. So it's not like I'd never say it, I just edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that power with the podcast. <laughs> it's just me talking it up. 
I mean, if there were, like, times, like, like there were so many times, like, <laughs> god damn it. <laughs> I was so trying not to say it in the last oh, couple of sentences I, I said, so, uh, I hope, I was, I, I was I like, just holding my breath for you, I was really impressed. <laughs> um, god damn it. <laughs> times when, like, I just had to give up on the fact that I was gonna have a potty mouth, that's, that's one. Uh, it happens at least once an episode, I think. But... I don't think this would fit into, like, the rules of a game. There were just so many times when I thought I was saying so much more than I actually said. <laughs> like, I had two-thirds more thoughts in my head than actually came out of my mouth. And I'm like, it made so much more sense before. <laughs> I feel like there was an example recently where you said something and we were like, I didn't, we don't know what you're talking about. I'm so sad. <laughs> <laughs> or no, I remember. I don't remember the specific content, but it, you. It sounded like you said the opposite of what I assumed you had to have meant. Otherwise, you were a monster. <laughs> 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 I don't remember exactly what we were talking about, but it was something where it's just like, uh, did you mean that? Or you do have a very like a strong tell in your voice when you're like, this is terrible territory. <laughs> you can't possibly mean what you're saying. I'm giving you this chance to hear it. Of course, correct. I really didn't doubt that you were <laughs> saying something awful, but okay. So moving on to our next question. This one comes from Devil's Advocate who asks, uh, why are you guys retiring from the podcast? First of all, love that you use the word retiring. <laughs> mm-hmm, not, mm-hmm. not quitting, but retiring. And will you be doing separate podcasts? And the answer to the first question is that we had a big blowout a couple months ago, <laughs> and it's been really hard to record the podcast because we're not talking to each other except when we're recording. Um, no, we, we've been doing this for two years, and it's 100 episodes, which is a lot. It is a lot of work to do the podcast as well. And so we just decided to move on to other projects, but we remain friends, and I don't think any of us have immediate plans for separate podcasts. I think I like this question because it seems like we're all going to do our own podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That would be four times the work of this podcast. (laughs) Um, I don't have any immediate plans to do a podcast. I always really wanted to do a a podcast because I have been a fan of podcasts, um for a very long time now, probably almost 10 years. So I always wanted to have one. And now I have had one. And I don't feel a strong urge to continue to have one. But I will say I I do. It is kind of fun to well, it's definitely fun to talk to my friends. Like I, I thought about doing a podcast before. And I always imagined I'd have to like, do it with not complete strangers, but like, you know, people I don't know as well. And that was always a deterrent for me. Because I um, but I, but I do, because I don't like talking to people, I don't know, but I do, um, I do like just the conversational piece of it. It, that is kind of, I wouldn't say nerve wracking, but it is weird to have like a hundred hours of you just talking off the top of your head, sometimes sounding like a real dumb person. <laughs> um, or like occasionally I said things that were like, is that too personal? Should I have said that? <laughs> like, oh, my family doesn't listen to this. Oh, we should, um, we should tell them. There were a few episodes where like one of us did not actually read or watch whatever we were talking about. <laughs> or I would have like read it like three years years prior. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Linda did not rewatch Bring It On. <laughs> oh, yeah, because what happened? I thought it was something else. We were, I thought it was I was different. Ready for yeah. The- yeah. 
you missed the text update that we were doing yes. something <laughs> different than we than we had planned. Yeah, I, I think that's the only example, right? Thanks. <laughs> Sorry, she stands alone. I feel like there were- it almost <laughs> came up. It almost came up recently, but we rescheduled. That's right. That's right. Because I was just confused. I think that one was on me. That was totally on you. <laughs> Okay, case, case I appreciated that you think it's on you, but <laughs> <laughs> it was fine. Whenever yeah. we've rescheduled, I've been like, um, like that John Mulaney quote from his stand-up special where he's like, canceling plans is like crack or like heroin or something. It's like mm-hmm. such an amazing thing. Uh, even though I like doing the podcast, I never like dread it or anything. But um, thinking I could just sit on my bed and surf the internet instead is sometimes appealing. All right, did we answer that question? Yeah. Anybody? So. Anyone starting a podcast soon? Well, I was trying to, but I suffered from the talking to people fatigue very quickly, and I was like, I don't think I want this to be a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, <laughs> I like the talking. Like it. It's the just... producing that it would throw me off. I can show up and talk. Well, I like talking to you guys, but like talking to people I'm like acquaintances with. Oh, I can do that too. I just with. can't do the producing part. <laughs> Don't brag, Linda. No, I'm just saying that, that was, this is can't do the the talking is easy for me. It's the and the showing up is easy. It's the programming, like the scheduling. <laughs> oh, I'll do it for you. <laughs> we'll just do another podcast together. <laughs> um, I would hate scheduling, but I like programming. That's fun for me. I picked almost all of our topics, so if you didn't sure. like them, sorry. <laughs> um, all right, so our last question, super relevant, I think, is what piece of pop culture truly makes you feel better? This is the entire premise of our show, although we came up with it Kind of after we already had a name for the podcast, so we kind of shoehorned it in. But um, that's, I think, a good question to end on. No, it feels like so much pressure. Like this is the last thing people are going to hear from us. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh! Okay. Well, mine's not going to be surprising. I know it's like what makes me feel better. Um, The things I always talk about: Hanson, Taylor Swift, You've Got Mail, Pretty Little Liars. Brene Brown. <laughs> this is a Fuller lot more house. things than you have listed. <laughs> That's all. Yeah, like my, like mine too. It's like, and this is also pulling a Linda for me because it's Prozac Nation, which I've talked about often as being my favorite book. And I think every time, like a lot of time goes by when I haven't reread it, I'm, it's like, I'm like, good. That means I haven't felt like so much crap that I needed to like hunker down with Elizabeth Wurzel. But then recently I did. And I was like, wow, it really does still work. It is just like, it's what I imagine those thunder blankets feel like for pets. Aww. Like, yeah. Do they make thunder <laughs> blankets? What is blankets? That? Like, uh, oh, they make them for humans too now. It's true. They're so expensive though. <laughs> What are they? Are they like they're like weighted blankets and they have like bean bags in them and stuff so that and it's like the pressure on you is supposed to feel like calming. Like (laughs) when you're at the dentist and you have the radio (laughs) apron magnet thing. It feels like that. Yeah. Interesting. I usually just make my dog lay on me. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's why I can fall back asleep and the cat lays on my chest and purrs. 
Um, for me, it's definitely things I mentioned before, Pride and Prejudice, um, the 2005 version of the movie. I watched that to feel better. Um, definitely Sleepless in Seattle. I just, like, picture the Christmas lights on the houseboat, and I'm like, yeah, I need to go there right now. <laughs> um and then also, oh. for sure, Bob's Burgers. Whenever I, like, I'll be watching whatever serious show that I like, um, you know, like, a couple hours before bed. And then I'm like, I need to cleanse my palate by watching Bob's Burgers so I don't have, like, nightmares or go to, <laughs> go to bed depressed or something. So I'll always uh, watch Bob's Burgers, and it, it makes me feel better. And they, more recently, although it wasn't super recent, have put all of the episodes on Hulu. And so I'm getting to go back and re-watch um, previous seasons that I've, I've already watched them a million times when they were on Netflix, but haven't been able to for a little bit. So I, I appreciate that. And it's just a show that makes me feel better. And it's not like you have to get the right episode to make you feel better. They just all... They all make you feel better. So that's my choice. You inspired me. I changed my answer. I was like, <laughs> I got this question and I was like, oh, this, I don't have a real answer because like the answers, I, the stuff that I really love, it, it's also really depressing and it doesn't really make me feel better. Um, but then I thought of two things that made me feel better and doesn't have a complicated sadness to it. <laughs> but uh, the album 1989 and yeah. It reminds me, like, whenever, because I don't have the album or anything, but whenever it pops up on the radio, I immediately think of, like, living with Ashley D and having to listen to it all the time. <laughs> when You're she's, welcome. Like, doing her hair. What are you getting to? <laughs> and then also our trip to Chicago to listen to her um, and see her. So it always kind of, like, gives me a, an immediately good mood. So it's on Spotify, by the way. Okay. Well, I don't do Spotify. <laughs> Just- I'm a passive music listener. Spotify. And then I started to, so I didn't have cable for years. Um, When I had cable last, I I loved the show Shark Tank. And then recently moving to North Carolina, our apartment uh, forces us to get uh, cable. And I found Shark Tank and I've been binging on it. And so whenever I have really bad days, I find that I don't want to do anything but sit on the couch and watch Shark Tank. So it really does make me feel better, and there's no complicated sadness to it. Aww. So it's surprising to me because um, they're not favorite pop cultures. Like, they're not – like, I don't love them, mm. love them, but they always make me feel better when I come across them. I'm pretty sure Complicated Sadness is the name of your spinoff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a good name. Complicated Happiness. You can interview all of us. <laughs> all right. Well, that's the – end of our show and of our podcast before we go i'm just crying we just wanted to again thank everybody for listening and let you know where you can find us online if you want to continue to follow us nicole you can find me at nicole marie says on instagram snapchat i'm gonna try to make the transfer from snapchat stories not that i do it that often but i to actually doing Instagram stories. I feel like that's where it's going. What's keeping you from doing it? Because I was so mad when Instagram first brought out stories because I just felt like they're ripping off Snapchat. Oh, it's like, like a protest. to be Snapchat. <laughs> they yeah. did really rip them off. Yeah. Like, brutally. I don't even understand how it's legal. It's business. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> um, you can find me at ashleyreardon.com or climbthestacks.com. If you go to ashleyreardon.com, you'll find a link to a new project I started about the national parks that Ooh. I hope will evolve into something um, exciting. So all of that stuff is there. And I've been making a lot of videos lately if you care about books and want to hear what I think about them <laughs> or get some more recommendations, you can go to climbthestacks.com. I haven't actually been making very many videos the last couple of years. I'll blame the podcast, even though it's not really the fault of the podcast. <laughs> um, but I have been again. So you can go check them out there. Linda? I love your National Parks website. It's really pretty. Um, yeah. And I read. I, I disagreed with you <laughs> because it is pretty. <laughs> Uh, I am at Linda Eats World on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and I'm going to, after this podcast, try to remember to doodle my feelings. And if you are interested in that, that's also an Instagram, doodles about feelings. Great. Ashley, I love your doodles. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram or Facebook at Beauty and Truth Talk. And you can find show notes and all of our past episodes at ifeelbetterpodcast.com, at least for the next year or so. <laughs> all right. Does everyone feel better? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> well, good. Uh, we'll not talk again next oh. week. <laughs> or ever again. Wow. But... You can find us all, and you can also just listen to old episodes of our podcast, which is what I would do if, That's what I'm gonna <laughs> if do I listen to this podcast and it was ending. <laughs> and and yeah. we'll be texting each other because we're still friends. So. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you can't consume that, but uh, you probably don't want to. <laughs> all right. Well, bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Hello. That was a weak bye. We need something a little more optimistic for the end <laughs> okay. of the show. I haven't stopped recording. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ready? All right, bye. 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 <laughs>